Welcome to the 216 Podcast. Wing and a high drive. Deep left field. Look at that baby go. Holy cow. It's over. Cleveland is a city of champions once again. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. 45, 50. There goes Chubb. He's to the 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown. Shabba hub. All right, Nick Chubb. Squatting, we did the math, 585 pounds. We're, I'm watching it right now. Twice and sits down both times. Like sitting, not like little touch and go kind of thing. Like he is, that's 90 degrees. You know, this, that's 90. Got to get 90. He got 90. Got to break 90. Knees, knees can't break your toes. Right. Like his knees won't be, he, he'll walk like Jim Brown probably like 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that, that's just on him. Oh, I mean, my knees are screwed, and all I went to is, is high school football, so I completely get it. Honestly, okay. every time I see a video on social media, I see Nick Chubb and then hold my breath and cross my fingers because everyone else in the NFL is getting arrested. And then it's like, oh, Nick Chubb is just the strongest guy alive. Miles Garrett jumping 50 inches. It's like, oh, that's, that's cool. Because the rest of the NFL apparently is just, like, robbing people at gunpoint or having sex with their brother. Yeah, and having orgies with your brother. See, that's what's nice is – for once, the Browns are the, are the guys that squat 500-plus pounds and the ones not, mm-hmm. getting arrested, not getting busted for driving across Mexican borders with loads of marijuana. Yeah. We're, we're in, we're, we got good news coming our way. I know. I, we really need to re-sign Johnny Menzel. Somebody needs to do – we're getting too comfortable. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, and the signing thing, speaking of signing, we almost had Clowney. We should have had Clowney, and we don't have Clowney. That's all, all I know is a lot of money, the most out of anyone, and now we don't have them. So I don't know what's I don't want them. If you either buy into the system immediately or you're done. The, the, any kind of hesitation that he has right now, if we give him the most money and he's like, ah, I don't really know if I want to go to Cleveland, get out. You're not part of the culture then. I'm, I'm totally happy with it. Granted, if he does sign to the Browns, I'm going to be all in on it. But for the time being, no, screw it. I thought about that. I thought about, like, you know, every player on the Browns now knows – that he got all this money and now he basically declined all this money from the Browns mm-hmm. and all the players know, and they're going to be, they're going to be pissed. The net, like not gonna, that's whatever not team he's with done, Jarvis Landry. Yeah. Like they're going to be upset at Clowney. Cause they're like, why would you not come here? Like what's wrong with Cleveland? And it may be the city that he's not just a Cleveland guy, but. Maybe not. I don't know. What does Seattle have? It's all rainy there too. That's what I said. They're like, Seattle's, Seattle's the same as Ohio, basically. Yeah, they have that stupid space needle. We have the key tower. So yeah. shut up, Javion Clowney. Exactly. You know, your first name. Have they seen, has he seen our fish and chips every, every block on, in Cleveland? Like, I don't think so. Uh, I, the, the thing, though, is I, I say all of this smack talk, and then I see that video of his hit against Michigan where he decapitated the guy and then recovered the ball with one hand, and I'm like, this is the coolest guy on the planet. Imagine him doing that, then just running to the dog pound. You're just like, yep. Oh my God. And another guy who was a single digit number in college, get all of them. You think that's the answer? I don't know. Yes. But also, yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying for him on my stance. I don't want him right now. If, if he doesn't want to be here, don't sign him. Especially the money. Like you want more, like, come on, dude, we're, we're giving you the most money out of any team report. That's what, that's what was reported. I mean, uh, Olivier Vernon is a fringe pro bowler. So, I mean, I think he's being overpaid. And if, but I mean, if he stays on the field next season, he's a very good defensive end. I would rather want, I'd, I'd want Clowney over Vernon. I would agree, but I would, I want somebody who wants to be here as well. Right. And if Vernon wants to be here, like, 
obviously, and maybe that's our thinking right now. It's just like, well, we gave you money. These guys want to be here. You don't. I'm also more comfortable with it because we have Adrian Claiborne now, which adds some really good depth to our DNs. Yeah. So when, when we have to rotate out Miles or Olivier, or if one of them are hurt, I, I still feel pretty, pretty confident where we're at. So yeah. I mean, our DNs are fine. That would just be a huge plus. Yeah, it would be. I mean, it's a luxury signing. But. Yeah. So did you see, uh, I don't know if you saw it. I never sent it to you. Do you see what Jimmy Haslam said on this, like, Zoom meeting that they had? Yeah, just keep Jerry Jones muted. Yes, yeah. So basically, if you don't know, like, all the NFL owner, own, uh, owners <laughs> were on a Zoom call, and I think it was the next steps for the virus, right? Am I wrong? Mm -hmm. I think that's what it was. Yep. And basically, Jerry Jones was talking, but no one could hear him. So he was muted, and then they're like, hey, like, unmute yourself, Jerry, unmute yourself. And Jimmy Haslam did not know that he was – unmuted and then he just out we should keep jerry muted or something along those lines yeah i mean that's incredible that we have two old guys one didn't know he was muted and thought he was unmuted and then the other vice versa with jimmy haslam that's incredible honestly i couldn't imagine a more jerry jones thing happening besides not paying Dak prescott that's the only more jerry jones thing you can do <laughs> yeah dude yeah they didn't pay yeah what's going on with him they, he just declined the offer he wants he wants way too much money Someone, so he wants to be the moves. highest paid, right? The highest paid ever? Yeah, he was going to be. I mean, I think he, he already sees the Patrick Mahomes contract coming, and he's, oh. he's going to want to get around that. But, I mean, those two are completely The different. Patrick Mahomes contract is going to be ridiculous. It's going to be – I mean, it's going to be cartoon level. It's going to be when you sim too many games in Madden, you get to, like, 2036, and then the contract is just, like, billions of dollars. That's literally going to be his contract. Yeah, exactly. But along with the coronavirus, uh, J.C. Treader, our center, current center, currently, right? Yeah, he's yep. our center. As currently. Of, yeah, <laughs> that'll probably change. Um, he's the NFLPA um, president. And basically he said that they have no agreement with the NFL to come back as of right now. So, like, yes, I think the NFL is going to let them come back, but then the NFLPA is kind of just like, hold on, we want to make sure it's okay for us to come back. So that's another war that they're eventually going to have to get through. We'll mm -hmm. see how that goes. Um, but as of right now, normal training camp obviously begins usually the middle of July. So middle yeah, of July, I mean, it's, things are to get hairy. <laughs> it's his job to consider player safety at all costs. So he has, to, he has to fight the battle. And then also these guys have been with their families for the past however many months. So it's going to be a little bit of hesitation to go back to the facilities, especially when they can't, like, you know, have a have a vaccine and make sure that they're all treated and that's the extent of as much as i'll talk like i understand anything about medicine or the coronavirus because i don't i barely know enough about sports to have a podcast right well dude the but, heart oh, go ahead but what's what's huge is new jersey said that the jets and giants can begin their training camp which is i thought that was going to be the holdup right but that is that is huge and it's a huge step in the right direction yeah so. because they're they're obviously the worst in all this basically so them saying you can only have training camp, that's huge for the NFL. It's going to come, it's going to be the same thing as, as most. This is like a survey they took in the NBA where they assess players like, do you want to play and not get paid, or do you want to run the risk of getting coronavirus and get paid? And they're like, duh. Right. Well, well that's the hard thing. million dollars. Okay. That's the hard thing with Shredder is like, there's those bubble guys that are just like, dude, let's get back. Let's get back. Like, right. Here, I'll work for this. But then there's like, the Odell's and like Saquon Barkley's like those kind of guys are just like, I don't need to get back. I can probably come out there like 
if I knew the playbook, I can probably come out there week one. And yeah. So yeah. it's like, it's like, it's, it's hard to balance that because Treader has to like determine like, which is the best route and he's going to have to pick a happy medium. So yeah, I think we'll be delayed a little bit, but I mean, they'll get there. That's what I think at least. We'll see. Yeah. Other big news equally as important. Kevin Stavansky is living on the West side of Cleveland. West side. Your West side. The coaches lived on the East side. I think that is a, I'm, I'm young and I have a good beard move because he wants to be able to get as close to the, the Lakewood Ohio city bars as possible. How many pictures are you going to see of him in Barrio? Like, I think he's going to be in Barrio oh, every day. I'm taking the pictures. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to order him some guac and queso and then just say, remember me when you win your games. And then he won't. Yeah. Hey, this is from the 216 podcast. <laughs> what, what city is he in? Have, have we confirmed that? Is that I don't think people zone? know, but I, I'm assuming Lakewood. Well, what else no, not Lakewood. It would, I mean, it would be something farther, farther west where there's actually, like, I, I mean, I live in Lakewood. He's not living in Lakewood. There's big houses in Lakewood. Do not tell me there's not big houses in Lakewood. Yeah, there's like big duplexes where you could pack in like 10 people into one building. Where does I don't think there's this Kevin house? Where does Haslam live? Haslam lives, he has a house. Where is he? Somewhere not by that. I, I just hope he picked Strongsville just because he, he heard the names of the cities around Cleveland. He's like, Strongsville. Yeah, that's, that's one yeah, of our that's, Yeah, I'm going to put that We're strong. I'm going to put that on a PowerPoint. I'm going to set the tone for the team. I moved to Strongsville because I'm strong. Oh, my gosh. Wait. Lake Erie. The, Jimmy Haslam lives on Lake Erie. That's all I know. Okay, so he lives it in faces Lake. It, does, it faces Lake Erie. He, he lives in Putten Bay or in Cedar Point. Wait, so he went from a 14,000-square-foot house. Oh, wait, no. The house that he lives in right now is 14,000 square feet. That faces Lake Erie. I mean, it could be a giant pilot flying Jays. We haven't ruled that out yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll move on. This is electric radio as much as I think our viewers want to listen you, to stuff. <laughs> you, can actually, you can actually, like, get gas at his house. That would be awesome. That's honestly, that's like, I made it goals to be able to just get house or get gas in a pump under your house. Right. So Jimmy Haslam, so the, that all-in challenge that they're doing for um, the coronavirus Mm -hmm. um raise money they're actually doing you can script the first 15 plays and then go to like a meal the day before then the team meetings the day of or the team meetings the day before so you get to script the first 15 plays with them so you're not gonna get a lot of say and stuff but what are you running i know what i'm running what well first you... of all arguably the funniest part about that is you get the meal pregame before with them because you're thinking in your head well i better carbo load for these 15 <laughs> plays that i get to script um i mean it's easy you run four birds every single time and then you just run audibles at the line of scrimmage. If the, if the corners are playing off, you run a curl or a slant. If they're playing on and you, you hope for cover three, then you hit them in the hole. It's really easy. I'm running, I'm running the three route, which the three route to the high school we went to is a lot different than the three route that everyone else understood in our high school. Just like, let's be different. So a three route is basically just an outside comeback. So it's 14 yards, back to 12, outside towards the sidelines. That you have Jarvis, Odell, or Higgins, you're gaining. Yeah, I mean, it, would, it would literally just be roll out to the right every single time, and then have Jarvis Landry come back to the ball because that's 95 percent of his catches, regardless. Yeah, we'll just tell Baker to be like, "Hey, just fake scramble, act like you're worried," and then Jarvis would be like, "Oh, I'm good at football. I forgot," and then <laughs> ball out. I honestly might just, I might just run back and forth between like outside run to the right and then left just 15 straight times just to see how good Nick Chubb is. 20, we're going to get him 26. All right, how about this? 27. 
run on the right, run on the left. They'll never see it. This is why. This is why I wish we had Jabril Peppers still, because we heard coming out of college he could play every single position, and we never put him in the wildcat position. I wanted so bad for that dude to have a wildcat snap. Or Josh Cribbs. Actually, I will say this. Without a doubt, I don't know why I just, I just thought of this. Without a doubt, the best trick play we ran is when, was it Petten? When Johnny Menzel walked over and he started fake talking to him, and then we called Hype oh, and was- threw it to him. It was, it was one of those guys. And then it was illegal because he was, like, moving around while he was yeah. – That was back. sick, though, because everyone in the stands was confused. Like, what just happened? That was so cool. Yeah. I mean, that, that was a good trick play. That's a Freddie Kitchens play. I'm shocked that he wasn't our coach at the time when that was ran. That is yeah, a Freddie's like, hey, made Freddie Kitchens play. We got him. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, that's a little Browns recap. There was a building the Browns. Nothing major. There was a few um, – Baker did a press conference yesterday or two days ago. It's the same shit. It's we're working hard. We're doing the playbook through Zoom. It's just like, like the media has nothing else to ask him because literally he probably Zoom meetings for an hour, goes on his boat, cuts some grass, and then plays some video games. In yeah, all no. the- I mean, I just like seeing Baker because it's, it's a day-by-day case if the gap in between his two front teeth are there or not. Half the, half the time it's fixed, half the time it's still there. And I'm like, dude, pick one. Maybe he's not the wearer's retainer. That's true. Yeah, you can't skip nights. Um, yeah. This is kind of my flu game podcast. I have a piece of steak stuck in between my teeth right now. So exactly. I'm injured. Oh, jeez. Tooth gaps. Well, yeah, that's the thing. The media has nothing else to ask anymore. It's like everyone's doing – literally Baker's doing the same shit he was doing a month ago. Like, I hope he's working out. Again, we don't know. <laughs> but they're just like, hey – How's the team doing? He's like, team's doing great. We got real good chemistry. It's like, how do you know you have chemistry over Zoom? It's like everyone talks over each other. It's two of us and we talk over each other. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, they're, they're literally a step away from asking him what kind of sunscreen he's using when he goes out on the boat. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, they, so the one thing we didn't talk about is they did have the players together. I forgot about that. Yep. So Higgins was there, Njoku, like basically. Austin all, Hooper. Yeah, Hooper was there. So a lot of the guys besides Jarvis and um, Odell, with they both had surgery so they weren't going to be doing anything on a throwing session um but the one funny thing that was asked of baker was um in the press conference they're like hey how hard was it to be social distance when you're throwing passes and you could see baker's just like we weren't fucking social distancing like they like are you kidding me like you you cannot tell me all those guys are like hey six feet six feet you cannot tell me higgins like hey get away baker I mean, they're also literally throwing passes to each other. I hope they're farther than six feet away from each other, unless they're literally practicing handoffs. Right, and you have a sweating problem, so you know, like, when you catch the football and none of those guys have their shirts on, that's already a given. Mm-hmm. You catch oh, the yeah. football, it is – I mean, it's all sweat. Could you imagine looking like an NFL athlete? When would you put a shirt on? I would never put a shirt on. would you never put a shirt on? No, Joku, I would never wear a shirt or Miles. I would, I would not wear a shirt, and I would just have, like, money – just on a necklace around my neck at all times. Just like in a little container that you can see. Rip it, it off like a little coupon or a fanny pack. Yeah, fanny pack, which is money. It would be like the, neck, the necklace candy that you bite off. Remember that? Yeah, but it's just $100 bills. You could just give people. <laughs> That's not a bad yeah. idea at all. Yeah, that, we may have something. You just need a hole punch. I think they'd still accept a dollar or $100 if it's a hole punch. We need to test it with a vending machine. If a vending machine accepts it. Then, I mean, like, there's a little wrinkle that, like, they don't accept it. So, if a vending machine does, I think we're okay. good. This is the spinoff, then, to this podcast. We'll just start a business instead. 
uh, money dollar chain. <laughs> All right, no rounds. Did you have anything else to say about the chain? Do you have anything else? No, no, I, I, I will flush that idea out uh, separately. But no, I, I wanted to talk about the, the Cavs. So the NHL had some big news in the regular season. They're going straight to the playoffs in a, a very weird format, which I like. I like that they're, they're just like, let's embrace how weird this season is. Let's just get a lot of teams and teams that are on the fringe of making the playoffs in because, I mean, it's not really fair to just say, oh, you were one game out of the, the Stanley Cup playoffs. We're just going to boot you out now. It's like, they had more time in the season. Maybe they made an adjustment midseason. So I hope the NBA does something similar. All signs are pointing that they will um, they'll restart the season to some extent or go to the playoffs in Florida or Orlando, Florida, or was it Vegas? I thought it was Florida. I could be wrong, though. Yeah, I, Florida is definitely the front runner. So we'll see how it pans out. But Florida, all bets are off. Anything yeah. can happen in Florida. Oh yeah! Oh my God! It's gonna be—it's <laughs> gonna be ridiculous down there. Right. I mean, there's no way they could keep people from Florida out of, of like those hotels or whatever. No. Yeah, because they were talking about quarantine, quarantining all the teams, right? And like the coaches and stuff. It's like yeah, it's those those hockey players. I mean, those like those hockey players—they want to get hammered at night. Like that's what they're known for. Yeah. Going out drinking. Like you're telling me, yeah. in, a, in a little hotel room. But along with that, see, but we, we, we yeah. haven't done a full down of the Cavs yet. We haven't, we haven't really discussed them as right. a team. They've been paused the, the entire time we've had this podcast. Right. So we brought up the NHL because I have a feeling, in my opinion, that the NBA at least will follow that in some degree. The whole NHL, the whole NHL ditching the regular season, going straight to playoffs. Tournaments. Yeah, start. I agree. The Cavs aren't going to be a part of it regardless. No. The Cavs are not going to be sitting dead last in the East. Let's take, a, let's take a look at the starters. I mean, and let's think about, like, the needs that we need for this team. We have yep. Darius Owen and Colin Sexton at the two guards, Jenny Osmond at the three, and then Kevin Love and Andre Drummond at the four and five. The, the biggest thing that I think we need is we need a three guard. I, I mean, Jenny cannot be a starting guard in the NBA. He's the 46th best three in the NBA in per, which is player efficiency rating. That's, like, what all the analysts look at as, like, the most important rating. The 46th best three guard in the NBA. Guess how many NBA teams there are? How many? There's not, there's not 46. So. <laughs> not 46. Well, here's the other thing is every team is like uh, analyst guy. He has like, he's the machine learning coder. Like, let's just look at the data. Like, let's look mm-hmm. at the data. Right? That's all they have though, guys. So they're going to see Jetty and just be like, mm, maybe it's time that we find someone. Well, th- I mean, this was the year where he was supposed to make a huge leap in his game, and he just absolutely didn't. And I, I cannot watch that dude go out there, play 28 minutes, and have four points, one rebound, and two assists anymore. I'm going to throw right. up. I have to watch that. And then he has one game where he scores 30 points, and then the national media finds out about it. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then we have that freaking Star Wars night dedicated to the guy because his name kind of <laughs> sounds like Jedi. That's so annoying. Well, who, who are we getting then? Who's replacing him? Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin out of Dayton. I mean, that really seems like a no-brainer. We'll get to the draft. I know. How biased are we, though? I mean, I'm literally wearing a Dayton hoodie right now. I have a Dayton hat on. It's yeah, just because it looked good on me. It's just That's a lot of bias. We'll get to the draft in a second. All right, so the next question is, are we keeping Kevin Love and Andre Drummond? I- I've come to terms that Tristan Thompson is out of this team. I think he's going to hit free agency. He's going to get a lot from some – I don't know what team exactly needs him. I mean, he kind of brings the Dennis Rodman aspect with a little bit of scoring. 
I mean, obviously not as good of a rebounder, but he has that offensive tenacity. He was, I mean, he's kind of a better Anderson Vergeau. That's kind of what Vergeau did for us. He, he was scrappy. He made – he got a lot of rebounds offensively too. So, I think he'll get paid somewhere. Right. So, out of those three, yeah, Tristan's probably out, but I really want Kevin Love back. I, actually, I want Kevin Love to do, like, what he wants. If he wants to be traded, if he wants to go win another championship, let him go do that. But if – if he wants to stay, I think there's a degree of loyalty that we need to keep him. Like he signed this five-year deal with us after LeBron left, after he knew we were going to suck. Like he goes, I'm all in with you guys. <laughs> all in. Yeah. That's funny. Caps. Um, I, I, I would say yes, but at the same time, we were the only person who were going to give him that silly contract. Nobody else was going to pay him as much as we paid him. That's the worst contract in like arguably the NBA. Sure. But like he deserved it. Like, no. Not really. It was, it was mostly just, like, we had to give the, the team some kind of hope that we're going to have a star on the team because Kyrie and LeBron were then left. We're like, it oh, gave we us a star, but it gave us a star. That's the only star we could sign. But for that much money to make him one of the highest played, paid players in the NBA? Dude, we have – we're paying – who else were we paying? It, it didn't matter. I mean, it, it just it just put us in a bad position in terms of our cap for the next five years. Which well, we still had an opportunity to. We still had an theoretically. We still had an opportunity with that contract to sign a Kevin Durant if we wanted to. Our big three was Kevin Love, Colin Sexton, and Jetty Osmond. It was I get that. In the and promotional posters as our new big three. He signed uh, with us. Colin Sexton and Kevin Love. Dude, after five years, after five years, he's looking at this. I have a five-year contract. After five years, he goes, I'm probably not going to be worth a lot. I'm probably not going to go anywhere. No one else is going to want me, right? So that's after five years. He knew going into this, this is going to be close to retirement for him. Oh, I'm not, I'm not saying, I mean, it makes sense for him. He, he signed an incredibly lucrative deal on his end, but I don't think that he's, we, we need to look at him and go, oh my God, we need to keep Kevin Love. We could get out of his contract as soon as possible. I don't think that's a bad idea. Granted, with that being said, I love Andre Drummond. I think he, him and Kevin Love can complement each other very well. And that is a really, really dominant four and five duo. I don't know. I just think I see it as a loyalty thing. And I know it's a whole business thing. But our management is fucked up in the past. Like, we've pissed off a lot of people. We've obviously pissed off LeBron, which I don't know if that's hard or easy to do. But we, we've done it. I don't want to piss off Kevin Love. Like this guy, the same time, this guy it's not like left. He came here, won, a cha- won us a championship, and then re-signed for five years when we knew we were gonna suck. Yeah, but he hasn't been like a team guy the whole time. Like he, he even said like he handled the whole getting our coach fired situation very poorly. The coach sucked. I know, I know he sucked. Nobody liked him. I mean, he does seem to be on board for JB, but to the same point, like he even said, I haven't been that great of a leader. I don't think there's any, any loyalty to Kevin Love that we owe him. We gave him a ridiculous contract, and he's even admitted that he hasn't been, A, on the court. It's not like he's playing 82 games a season. He's, he's, he has a knee or foot injury for half the season anyway. Yeah, but how much is that tanking, though? Maybe get a good pick? Uh, it depends on who you ask. Some people will say that we, we end up doing a lot better when he's on the, or on the court versus off the court. We could possibly be an eight seed if he stays healthy the whole time. I personally don't think so. I mean, at this point, we're that's, – but that's the thing is what I'm saying, though. We're in such a rebuilding period where we need to just tank and get tons of, tons of new young guys. Kevin Love's contract deters that so bad because we don't have any, any kind of room in our cap to go sign somebody that can, that can help some of the young guys out. Right. So if you're going to – 
you're going to tank, go all in. Don't have some dude who's taking up that much contract space and that much cap space. I don't know. I'm all in on the loyalty, but I get, I get like, you're looking at a business side, which I get, but anyways. <laughs> did graduate from a, with a business degree. No, did you? Did you graduate the business degree? I did. The school of business, maybe. Business administration and marketing. But enough about myself, but we don't need <laughs> What? Oh, wow. Humble brag, dude. <laughs> the next thing we need to talk about is they need to figure out the guard situation. We have now a vortex of Colin Sexton, Darius Garland, and Kevin Porter, who's a, a rising star himself. And we need to figure out how to play them together. And it, it looks like that Colin Sexton and Darius Garland cannot coexist on the court. Because another throw-upable situation is if I see Colin Sexton go five for 13 and Darius Garland go three for 14 from the field one more time, I'm going to freaking throw up. Dude, Porter is fucking sick. Yeah, he's awesome. Porter is sick. He is awesome. He was a steal of the draft. Everyone identified that when we did it. Yes, he is nasty. I mean, I- he's, yeah, he's, he's a young star. He, I'm, I'm glad we have him, but we need to figure out the, the, the mix of all of them. I honestly think Darius Garland and Kevin Porter – starting with Colin Sexton coming off the bench because he adds he adds the scoring with our bench players I, I don't know what to make of Sexton because he, he trends up for like three months like when the NBA season started he was doing so much better but then he'll have entire months where he's just like abysmal he was like he wasn't getting done flashy but he was having like Kyrie numbers for a little bit and everyone's like yeah but, <laughs> I mean what also really sucks is why we drafted him a huge part of it was he was a lockdown defender that was literally like the number one thing coming out of college. He's one of the worst defenders in the NBA over the past two seasons. Like, I, I don't know what part of that game is missing because it, it doesn't necessarily seem to be the hustle or the speed. He just cannot defend in the NBA. So do you think you could score on him then? I mean, you're pretty good at uh, basketball, so. No. You couldn't score on him? Okay, first of all, those one-on-one conversations are so stupid because, like, if, if Michael Jordan checks the ball to me and I just chuck up a three, I could make one. What if he's playing lockdown? He's yeah, playing I mean, lockdown like guys defense. don't think about – unless I'm threatening to actually score, they're not going to play lockdown defense. They're going to give you the ball, and then you can just chuck it from as far back as you get it and hope it goes in. I think he's locking you down full court if, if you check it out full court. Oh, full court. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's not even close. I wouldn't be able to make it past half court. Right. Court one-on-one. What do you- I don't know. I'm just trying to debunk your conversation. That is a ridiculous argument. It's kind of, yeah, well, you would be wrong in that situation, though, am I right? You'd be wrong. It's like, can you, can you catch a pass on, on a, a lockdown corner in the NFL if they were using a Nerf ball and the defender was wearing clown shoes? That's just a, a made-up that is not That is not even, you're an idiot. I can see, <laughs> in high school practice, we have done full court one-on-one, and it's hell. That's stupid. So don't tell me it's That's not a draft. thing. I'm moving out of the draft. <laughs> Obviously, who we all want we all being the two people who are speaking right now is Obi Toppin out of Dayton. I think he has a complete package. He's, he's a big three, which ultimately he'll probably end up playing. So do do you as a Cleveland fan want him or as a Dayton fan? Because as a Dayton fan, I don't think you want to see Obi go to the Cavs and get ruined. No. Yeah. I want him as a Cleveland fan. I also think he's, he and um, Akongwu out of USC are the two best three guards in the draft that we can get, and that's our biggest need. Well, okay, so here's my thing. Are you, you need to pick a side because right now your ideal situation is get rid of Kevin and basically Tristan's gone, but then we bring in Obi. 
And Obi's not going to turn around a franchise. Like, obviously I mean, not. He could, fill, he could also fill the four spot, too. I mean, he's 6'9". He could also play four. Right. But do you think him without a Kevin Love and a Tristan Thompson is, like, good for him? Like, where is the veterans then? I mean, that's just the team in general right now. We just have a lot of young players. We don't have veteran leadership. But, I mean, we could bring, we could bring in a vet to mentor him and not have to pay him $29 million a year. You're really upset about that money. It's a horrible contract. I don't know who is happy about it. Regardless, I, I, think, I think Obi Toppin or, or a three guard, Obi Toppin or a Kongwu are the, are the two, like, the two guys that will address the need. Granted, it depends on where we draft because if we're number one overall and Anthony Edwards out of Georgia is on the board, I do not want to add another two to this matrix of guards, but he's probably the best available player in the country. So yeah, do you that, think we have a so you think we have a pretty good chance of getting Obi? Like if we're like second or third pick, which is kind of looking like that. He's not going number one overall. I don't know what right. the draft is gonna be like. There was that period where Dan Gilbert would just bring his son every year and then he was just magic and would get us the first pick every single time. But recently we've been getting kind of screwed by the lottery. So I don't I don't know how it's gonna fall this year. Right. Well, we got the lottery the one year definitely because LeBron left. So that really helped. Yeah. But um yeah, I don't know how the lottery's going to fall this year, or even when it's going to be. That's that's another question. Like, when the hell is I know. the lottery? When's the draft going to be? It's It seems like it's going to be so late, and honestly, it looks like it's going to affect next season, too. Like, I don't understand how the 2020-21 season doesn't get affected by this at some point, because we're, we're getting too close to – I mean, they would already be – what, they'd be finishing up the finals next week. Yeah, because it's like June. Yeah, it's like the beginning of June. Yeah. Because I just remember, you know – Going through the streets when we won Game Seven. Yeah, so. of course. It was like it was it was early June. It was early June. I think it was the seventh. Could be wrong on that. I was gonna say six, so we're pretty close. Yeah. Well, that's about it today, folks. Um, for me and Jamie, I first want to say please stay home and watch some Cleveland Browns highlights. I mean, there's nothing better you can do right now. Watching highlights are so important right now. People don't people don't think about that enough. No. And next week we will. Uh, cover off on a little bit of Indians baseball. And but when I when I say next week, I mean whenever we do a podcast again. We're coming out of the dead zone. We finally are. Yes. We're and I think we're gonna try day. every Wednesday-ish, something like that. We'll get on a cadence at some point. We just need sports. We need sports to happen. Yep. So with that everyone, see you next week, probably. <laughs> and it's picked off! They got it! Terrence Mitchell's got it! And it's all they can't take it away anymore. Wing and a high drive. Deep left field. Look at that baby go. Holy cow. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James with no regard for human life. Irving and Curry. One on one. Irving puts it up. It's good. Kyrie Irving from downtown. Baker's got the snap. He's up in the pocket. He's looking left. Down the field. Firing. He's going for Landry. Down by the end zone. A tumbling catch for a touchdown. It's over. It's over. Cleveland is a city of champions once again. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. 45 minutes.